Tired of the everyday grind? Ever dream of a life of romantic adventure? Want to get away from it all? We offer you... Escape! Escape! Designed to free you from the four walls of today for a half hour of high adventure. And I really want to be like, oh yeah, of course you have permission. Just don't touch my porn. <laughs> you know, if you're out there listening and you're excited about pumpkins, don't let anybody squash your good feelings. <laughs> One message they sent us like back when we first like started tweeting at them was, uh, we love podcasters, right? Mm-hmm. And now the second message said, we are the best. So in theory... We are the best podcasters. I mean, it's not a competition, but in the opinion of Capital T's, one of my favorite tea companies, uh, we are the best. I want to encourage our our listeners to, yeah. to try this out because I found it actually makes me feel really good about myself and just about the world in general to do something nice for someone. Eric. Hey. Hey, Miss Tess. I didn't realize I hit the button. How are you doing this morning? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's um, it's another early morning. This um, is early morning. You had something you had to do right after recording, right? I do. I do. So we're recording um, early. The the sun is barely come out. I know. Um, we're drinking our capital teas. Uh, are you taking your first sip now? I am. Good. Let's take our first sip together. Yeah, Ready? Take, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's do it. What do you think Ooh. that is? What do you think that is? What are we drinking today? This is actually Capital T's Mexican hot chocolate oh, tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I thought I tasted a little sweetness mm-hmm. to it. Just a little bit. So it's not like hot chocolate. It's more like <laughs> hot chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of Capital T's. Mm-hmm. Not that we're actually sponsored <laughs> by Capital T's. They're the unofficial sponsor of mm-hmm. our podcast. They're the fuel of the podcast. Um, uh, by the way, this podcast, we should probably tell you, is same team, y'all. Oh, that's right. <laughs> uh, my name's Eric. <laughs> my name's Tess. Hey. And we are two librarians. We're trying to spread peace and positivity throughout the land by talking about things that we love telling uplifting stories from our library and sharing life lessons that we've learned along the way. This is exactly what we are all about. Yes. And we just happened to roll capital T's into part of our podcasting yeah, tradition we just at this really, point. We just really love capital T's. Mm-hmm. And what I wanted to tell you, Eric, was that capital T's <sighs> makes these tea bags that are meant to go in beer. Like, they're meant to, like... Did they just start making them recently? I don't since know. Since we started podcasting. Because <laughs> I have this dream that we are, like, best... Did us? you see recently, too, well, not to cut you off, that they are responding to our tweets now. I did. I yeah, saw yeah. that. So, yeah, Capital T's, if you're said, listening, we love you. I believe they said that we are the best. <laughs> like, the literal best. Yes. Like, the best. The one message they sent us, like, back when we first, like, started tweeting at them was, uh, we love podcasters, right? Mm-hmm. And now the second message said, we are the best. So in theory... We are the best podcasters. I mean, it's not a competition, but in the opinion of Capital T's, one of my favorite tea companies, 
uh, we are the best. Um, so tell me more about these tea beer things. Well, it's like it's a it's apparently it's a tea bag that you put in your beer um, to make it more flavorful to add like special flavors to does, it. Does this exist? So you you for new listeners, Tess loves beer. I do, and so you know things that are beer. Yes. Does this exist in other I, places? I've never heard of this. I had never heard of it. Now, I went to a party one time where they were serving champagne. <laughs> they were passing things around. I don't know what <laughs> no, it was. No, it was, was it tea? Was it beer? I don't know. It was know. like a super mild party. It was like me and some girlfriends, and we were all eating brunch together. And um, someone was serving champagne, and she, she put a tea bag in the champagne. And it was very uh, tasty, but other than that, I had not thought to put tea bags in any other sort of. Ooh, don't you need to brew it, right? Isn't that how tea works? Like you yeah, need to like well, heat it up. Well, but it could be like maybe one of those cold brew. I can't believe we we're spending this much time talking about tea. I know. I know. <laughs> welcome to same team, y'all. The welcome to same tea, y'all. Same tea. Same, same team, tea, y'all. And same Cheers. brews. <laughs> Cheers. Okay, tell me a little bit more about this real quick before we get the things we love. <laughs> thinking like maybe it's like one of those cold brew tea bags. Have you heard of those? I haven't. I guess I'm a tea novice. Yeah, you can also make cold brew tea. Um, You can make cold brew coffee also. Mm. Um, But I think it might be like a longer process, but it's um, but that's you brew it with cold things, not hot. So the tea the tea that you put in your beer, capital T's, is a cold one. I think maybe. I don't no know. No one wants to drink hot beer, right? I no. don't drink beer. No one so wants I don't to know. drink hot no beer. One. No Unless one. you're being punished. No, I think, I think in Europe and a lot of places it's normal to drink your beer room temperature. Yeah, yeah. When we lived in England, when my dad was stationed there, when he was in the Air Force, um, no ice cubes. You go to places, right. zero ice cubes. Right. So if I went to Europe, I would definitely have to adjust my mindset about beer because I'm used to uh, uh, drinking cold beer from the fridge, but I guess in a lot of places they serve it room temp. Oh, wow. <laughs> and there are some beers. <laughs> this is, we're still doing this. Okay. This keep beverage, keep beverage yeah, That's okay. <laughs> some beers they do recommend that you let them sit out for a little while before you drink them. You let them get a little a little warm, not mm-hmm. not really warm because then they taste gross. But just a little warm, so that it like brings out the flavors. Like a lot of dark beers, they tell you like if it doesn't taste right, let it sit for a little while, and like the carbonation kind of dies yeah. down a little bit, and they they usually taste a little more like they were meant to taste. Oh well, guys, yeah. that's been your hot brew tip from uh, Miss <laughs> Tess this morning. The before we actually get into the podcast, I should just so I don't forget, if you guys have any comments or questions about uh, tea beer or anything like that, <laughs> send us an email at same team y'all. At gmail.com. And what's our Twitter handle? I always say Twitter handle. What's our Twitter handle, Miss Tess? Our Twitter handle is at same team, y'all. And if you enjoy this podcast or if you're confused by it, please rate and review us on iTunes. Um, We prefer five stars, but please rate with your heart. We love it. And speaking of iTunes, did you see we got another review? I did. Are you bringing it up, Miss Tess? I wanted to thank them uh, by name or at least by username. Sure. J Bean. 1250. Thank you for the five-star review. Thank you. And do you still have it up? I figure if it's a shorter one, can you please read it? Because I realize we probably should have read them last time. Okay. Maybe one day in a special listener appreciation, we just read all of them (laughs) in long succession. Our latest one says, I love hearing Tess and Eric share their enthusiasm for things they love, their positivity, their friendship every fortnight. We're all on the same team, y'all. 
Oh, J Bean. I do want to mention. Oh, J Bean. The one right before that is Ama520. And this person wrote a pretty long review. I'm not going to read all of it, but I just want to read this part. It's easy to get despondent in our current state of things, and this podcast is a beacon of shining light and love. I appreciate that the hosts don't completely sound out tough topics, but instead confront hurdles with compassion and empathy. I hope this podcast goes viral because, after all, we're all on the same team, y'all. Whoa. Isn't that nice? It's like Ama is like looking into our souls yes. and knows what we're all about. Well, J. Bean, Ama, and you got them up right there. What's our other two while we're at it? Well, there's Lizbrarian mm-hmm. and also Ruby Soho. Guys, so. we love you so much. <laughs> and if you haven't reviewed, we love you guys too. Thanks so much for reviewing. And by the way, we talked about this already off cast, but in the last episode, we mentioned how we've had five-star reviews, but iTunes says we don't have enough reviews for an actual average. Apparently, four is the magic number. Oh, nice. Did you notice this? Like, it says, Oh, now we're an official five yeah, star. Yeah, iTunes podcast. officially has us listed as a five star podcast. Amazing. So we're on our way to going viral. We're so. on our way, apparently. <laughs> but if you enjoy this, tell uh, friends about this podcast. Yeah. Because Whew. because Eric's and Eric and I's secret goal, oh, we're letting you in on the secret. Oh, this um, is it. It's to bring in the our country's second era of good feelings. Yeah. There was the first era of good feelings yeah. back in the presidency of James Monroe. A same team y'all moment in history. Yeah, same, but, same team. But we're going to usher in a second era of good feelings. Yeah, it all starts with uh, just a few listeners and a few reviews, and then uh, we'll see where this goes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of things that we love, because I think we all love making the world a better place, what and, are you loving today? And James Monroe. <laughs> this is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff. Do you really have James Monroe as one I of your things? Oh, that would have been perfect timing. Not this week. Maybe another week. Let's see. You want to go first or should I? You go first. Okay. This is a... I've got three just to keep you in the loop so okay. we can go back and forth. Okay. The um, thing that I'm loving, I have to give a great shout out. So, guys, I'm recording this on my laptop to give you guys inside knowledge. <laughs> it's I'm not a computer guy. So, it's a something notebook, yoga, Lenovo. Anyway, recently, Tess... I was editing our past podcast and the audio stopped working on my laptop. I got an update and I couldn't hear anything. And if you guys know anything about editing podcasts, it's really hard to edit something if you can't hear it. So I went to my Lenovo support website. I was still under warranty and I got to give major props for them. They are phenomenal. They went ahead and they took my product key that they were able to just sense from my device and they opened up a chat session and then the guy said... Would you like me or can I do I have your permission to take control of your computer and fix the problem for you? And I said, you do, my friend. And it opened up this window <laughs> and I could see his mouse moving around and wow. doing things. And he told me like there's a big red X in the corner because if I he any there's a thing I had to check. And he goes, if there's anything I do, like, you know, I don't know like malicious hit but, the red x and it'll like shoot me out enemy enemy of the states yeah you never know right and he just went in and he fixed and he fixed my audio driver i guess it was a uh, my whole laptop did a product update and for whatever reason the new driver didn't update in a certain way something that would have been beyond me to figure out and he fixed it in five minutes flat and because of this nice guy i believe his name was justin <laughs> i'm able to edit the podcast and i was able to fix it very rarely with 
computer things is it that simple. Awesome. So thank you very much. Lenovo support systems, you guys are phenomenal. <laughs> Way to go, Justin. Yeah, yeah, I know. Justin was great. I really wanted to kind of mess with him a little bit. And like, because I was te- texting him, you know, we were talking via... Um, chat. 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 Thank session. you. Before he uh, did it. And I really want to be like, oh, yeah, of course you have permission. Just don't touch my porn. <laughs> but I was like, let me not mess with this guy and have him like, you know, download all kinds of stuff. I really wanted to mess with him. But um, anyway, uh, thank you, Justin, from Lenovo Support. That is something I am What an loving. amazing world we live in. <sighs> they just... You know what I mean? Some guy from around the world, right? Who knows? <laughs> Took control of my computer and fixed my problem for me. I love it. Um... One of the things I'm loving this week is uh, there's a chill in the air. Have you noticed that? I'm so glad one of us is bringing this up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm bringing it up. Not just fall? (laughs) I'm bringing it up. I am excited about fall. Um, I I don't like warm weather as much as I like cold weather. Mm -hmm. Um, Mainly because when it's really hot outside, there's, like, nothing you can do about it. Like... (laughs) You can only take off so much clothes until it's socially unacceptable. (laughs) Exactly. You can, like, (laughs) strip down and sit in front of a fan in the privacy of your own home. And that's it. That's about maybe a cold beverage, and that's about it. But when it's cold out, you can just put on a blanket and another blanket and then another blanket. Like, when it's really hot out, like, you know, you just described that you strip down and you're in front of a fan. All I can think of is, like, how your body temperature is still, like, 90 something. And I'm like, no matter what I do, my body will always be 96 point whatever. Trying to fight biology. Yeah, and it gets me so mad when I'm hot. I was like, if only I was cold-blooded, you know. I really love fall. I also love the fall flavors. Uh, We've already mentioned how much I love beer. I love Mm -hmm. the pumpkin beer. It's coming out about around this time. Controversial. Not everyone likes pumpkin beer, but I love the pumpkin beer. Yeah. I Um, think some people just get mad that pumpkin's everywhere. And then I think it's almost like, uh, which is okay. If you get angry at pumpkins, that's fine. I think that's what the band Smashing Pumpkins is about. Can you tell I'm a dad? Anyway. (laughs) um, But I think some people just get mad at the idea that so many people are excited about pumpkins, maybe. I don't know. Don't, you know, if you're out there listening and you're excited about pumpkins, don't let anybody squash your good feelings. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Go ahead and feel good about pumpkins. Orange, you kidding me? Because <laughs> pumpkins are orange, you say? Okay. Wow, that um, was exciting. <laughs> but <laughs> all this is to say that uh, whenever there's a chill in the air, I, I don't know why, but I want to read one of my favorite authors, H.P. Lovecraft. Oh. Have you read anything by H.P. Lovecraft? I have. It's one of those things that, you know how we all have that list of things one day we'll read? Uh-huh. Like, speaking of, just quick, uh, the It movie mm-hmm. is coming out, and I have a beautiful edition of It that I've never read on my bookshelf for many years. So, like, by we all have Stephen those King's lists. Yeah, Stephen King's It. Yeah, so. But, no, I've never read anything by H.P. Lovecraft. Um, He's... Uh, I guess kind of a forefather of science fiction, and uh, I really love his stories. And uh, I, but I, for some reason, I wait till it's cold outside to read them. I don't well, know why. Because it's chilly and spooky, maybe. I mean, that might be it. Because I don't think any of his books take place when it's like steaming hot outside. They always take place kind of in a 
I don't know, murky, chilly, like uh, foggy. Maybe when you look up, it's like (laughs) otherworldly stars and planetary things. Yeah, yeah. So I've just been loving. I've returned to H.P. Lovecraft again, as I do every year. Cool. Uh, Already started reading some of his stories, and I've been enjoying them. Um, uh, If if you're out there listening, and you thought, and you're like Eric, and you. Been try- you've been saying, I've been meaning to give love. Where do I start? Try. Where do I start, Miss Tess? This is exciting. I've got three suggestions for you. I said, where do I start? <laughs> you can start with one of these three. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I would say Call of Cthulhu okay, is that's... probably his most like classic, well-known work. Yep. And then there's a book. Or a story called The Shadow Over Innsmouth. I would say that might be his most accessible story because the one thing about Lovecraft is he does tend to write in kind of this flowery, like, language. He was a writer in the early 1900s, but he was writing like he was in the late 1800s. (laughs) And then um, there's another story I think you would like, Eric. It's called The Dunwich Horror. And the hero of that story is a librarian. Really? Yeah. There's not a lot of librarian love, like, out in pop culture, yeah. you know? But, uh, yeah, Lovecraft wrote a story. He's actually, uh, uh, I think, an older gentleman, librarian. Um, and like he- me. <laughs> I'm rapidly aging every second. <laughs> so, anyways, I've been loving Lovecraft. Cool. That was actually a very exciting uh, addition to Things We Love, because I didn't know. At first, I was like, is she going to talk about fall? Is she going to talk about pumpkins? And then it was like, oh, I'm talking about Lovecraft. That was great. But no, thanks for the tips. I've always wanted to read Lovecraft, especially because it's like Cthulhu and like Lovecraftian things are like now in pop culture. Like they're yeah. getting just like, I don't know a if you remember, more popular, not too yeah. long ago, no one really knew or at least it wasn't a household name Deadpool mm-hmm. and now Deadpool's like there's Deadpool socks right oh, yeah and like 20 years ago I would never think I live in a world where there are Deadpool socks I saw a little kid dressed as yeah. Deadpool for Halloween last year and I was like what world am I living in uh, up in um, my friend Bill Stay who's a librarian up at another, another library he does a comic book club and he says these little kids love Deadpool <laughs> and it's like Deadpool's a pretty grown up guy he's saying bad things and he's doing bad things and all that he's funny he's and also real goofy he's though. goofy that's yeah. that's why they like and he breaks the fourth wall which i think the kids like yeah um, and bill's like I, I don't i mean that's great they enjoy it but uh, okay you know <laughs> um thing i'm loving um have you ever heard of a tv show called three's a crowd no no okay this is the remember i tweeted you tweeted out at you like the day after we were done or i i texted you the day after we were done recording last time and i said i found my next thing i'm loving oh, do you remember that okay okay so three's a crowd is a game show that start that was in the <laughs> 70s okay okay <laughs> i got to this game show because amanda and i were running through the grocery store really fast because we were trying to buy some groceries and we were in that magic hour. If anyone has any children, you know that there's a magic time where, like, your baby will either go to sleep or they will be mad at the universe. And we were in that magic time. And we were like, either we're going to – although Freya's really good. It's just more like there's that kind of rhythm to get into the bed. And we were running really quick through the grocery store. It made me think of Supermarket Sweep. Do you yes, remember that show? I do remember that Which, show. Which, when we got home – after we got Freya to sleep and we, we high-fived each other and all that jazz, Amanda <laughs> and myself, my wife. And uh, I went to YouTube and watched some Supermarket Sweep, which led to me watching a bunch of old game shows, which led to me Three's a Crowd. So Three's a Crowd, it is like, um, think of the um, newlywed show, right? So okay. you know how like they ask the husbands a question and yes. they see... It's like that only. So it's in the 70s. So think like Mad Men style, right? <laughs> what it is, it's, it's a man... 
and his wife and his secretary. Oh my god. Have you never heard of this? I oh my feel goodness. Like I may have heard of this. And about what they them. do is they ask the questions. Who, who knows him better? Who his knows wife him or the secretary. Better. And they ask some not like cause this is seventies, right? So they're all saying like whoopee <laughs> and stuff like that. But like you'd be amazed at what these secretaries know about their bosses and what their wives don't know about their bosses. And then the shade that these wives are tossing and the shade back and forth. It is so, so funny. Yeah, so much shade. Anyway, we were watching that and I was getting really into it they did a, they brought it back like in the early 2000s where instead of it being a boss and a secretary and his wife it was a person and their ex and their current oh no. i know right that was just as bad but yeah. um it, i feel luckily, like that might be even worse yeah i guess for a quick same same team y'all moment like they both <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's a reason they're with their current partner right mm-hmm. and not with the other with their ex mm. but i think in the human moment it's hard to remember that but uh, anyway so he's a crowd check it out guys it's a great <laughs> show um, last last episode or two episodes ago, you were talking about some books you were reading for Books for the Beast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been reading books for The Black-Eyed Susan Tapestry, cool. which is a similar uh, children's literature training, but it's kind of focused more on the younger. Is that every year or every year? Yeah, they okay. do it every Books year. Books for the Beast is every two years, right? Yeah, Best yeah. is every year. Um, and it kind of focuses more, though, on, like, younger kids. Um, but I've been reading a lot of really good books for it. Um, I don't have time to tell you about all the books I've been reading because I've been reading a lot. Do you, but... How many do you have? Because I think for books, so just if you guys aren't in the library field, these are just basically big conferences for librarians, for mm-hmm. the most part, you know, and other educators to kind of, like, keep us in the know of what's cool books to recommend. Well, yeah, because a lot of uh, a librarian's job is a thing called reader's advisory, yeah. which uh, which is when someone comes into the library and they want a book, but they don't know what they want to read and they need a suggestion. Yeah. And so the librarian has to know a lot about books in order to be able to suggest um, books for, for people you to read. You know, a little thing I've discovered recently that, because so much library inside baseball, <laughs> this is called, usually part of a process called a reference interview, where people <laughs> will ask, and it is, a reference interview is the back and forth between librarian and patron to discern exactly what the patron's information need is, yeah. basically whether it's the book or an information you're looking for. And I've discovered if someone's asking for a book, and especially if they're a teenager that doesn't read a lot, mm-hmm. and you know, usually you ask, well, what's something you read? You know, what's yeah. what's the last book what's you read? Something you read that you yeah. really like. I realize, yeah, I realize a good tip is you ask them like what movies they like, oh. and that often leads me because if they like science fiction stuff, I'm like, well, let's get some, you know yeah. what I mean? That often helps me out. I just started doing that recently. Pro tip. I know. Pro tip for nice. other librarians, because um, I had there was a girl that me and my. Uh, another librarian, Elizabeth, were trying to find a book for, and I asked her that same question. She seemed not really difficult, but kind of like, eh, my mom's making me pick out a book. What am I going to get? And we discovered she liked Star Wars, and I was like, I don't know if you know this, girl. You know there are Star Wars There are books. Star Wars books, and we found, I don't know the name of it, but it's basically the one that is a story of... Um, Jane Urser from Rogue oh, One, yeah. like leading up to Rogue One, and she was all about it. And I was like, here you go. And I said, if you enjoy this... Uh, there are a lot of Star Wars books, so prepare yourself for that. So, cool. Real quick, Star Wars tangent. I saw they're coming out with a Captain Phasma book, which is yeah. exciting. Uh, yeah. And also a book about Princess Leia when she was a teenager. Uh, oh, you're talking actual novels, yeah, right? Novels. Oh, 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 cool. Okay, the, yeah, the only reason I, because I was in Third Eye, like our local comic shop, and I saw <laughs> Captain Phasma has their own ongoing now, too. Oh, really? I think it's either an ongoing or like a path to the... 
um, Last of the, of the movie, Jedi, yeah. yeah, kind of thing. But uh, that's really cool. Yeah, I think I'm we, excited. I think the one about young Leia just came out actually because yes, I did. saw it on my shelf and I looked at it and then I thought to myself. <sighs> Because I'm also, because if you're reading books for Black Eyed Susan, yeah. I'm reading books for books for the Beast. We and have time to read Why didn't they else. put these Star Wars books on these lists? Come on, but guys. there are really cool books on this list that I have to read. I'm just, I'm going to tell Way you. to bring it back. That was good. Super quick about three of them. Okay. Here's my magic number today. Uh, one is called The Wild Robot by Peter Brown. Okay. It's really cool. It's about a robot who gets stranded on an island full of animals. <gasps> this was recommended to me from another training, capital, yeah. my oh, Capital really? Raids training. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It was really good. I liked it a lot. And then I read a book called Ghosts okay. by Raina Telgemeier. It's a graphic novel. It's about two young ladies who um, move to a new town. Um, and the town has a lot of uh, ghost activity going on. And the town is really into the Mexican holiday of Dia de los Muertos. Oh, where, that's cool. Where spirits come back to like visit their families and stuff. And was, I, th- I found it to be like a really touching story. I liked it a lot. And then uh, I'm reading right now Unusual Chickens for the Exceptional Poultry Farmer. And I'll just say chickens with superpowers. That's all you need to know. You know what's so funny? I guess it must just be like if you hang out in the library field. Like I think two of those three books I had encountered in some other way. Like that chicken one. I just saw like people like uh, putting on Facebook like, guys, you got to check this book out. <laughs> chickens it's with superpowers. good. It's good. Cool. I kind of like uh, that this is going to – because I – my last thing that I love is a book. So I kind of wow, like this so kind of a many, book. So many books. Yeah, you would assume episode. us being librarians that would be the normal. But you know what? Everyone's their own person. So. <laughs> Don't stereotype us. Don't stereotype us, guys. Just like the... Was it Actually, the, no, you can. We love to Was read. it the last episode? Or or maybe it was... An, I think it was on our other podcast, St. Peaks, y'all, oh, that yeah. you had assumed that I knew stuff about Edgar Allan Poe, given that I'm a librarian. <laughs> I was stereotyping yeah, you. Which is okay. Apologies, my friend. Yeah, it's all good. Anyway, my last thing that I'm loving, it is a book that recently came out maybe, uh, I think about two weeks ago. Uh, it is part of the DC Icons uh, series. Um, if you're not familiar, they're doing a series of books written by traditional YA authors about uh, DC superheroes when they were young adults. YA, by the way, meaning young adults. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I have. We have a big sign in our library that says "Read YA." And I had a really nice lady came up to me, and she was like, what is y'all? Yeah. What are y'all books? And I, I told her. And then she felt very silly when I told her. It's totally fine that you didn't know that. It's, I think any field ends up coming up with their own, like, jargon. Yeah. You know? And I think it's very easy to remind to remind myself, or I, I should remind myself often, that I uh, that not everyone knows, right? right like, right, right. I think it's easy to be like, is that a J book or a YA book? Is that an E book? You know, is yeah. that early reader? And all these terms, I understand, you know. You know. I say I say ILL a lot, yeah. which is our kind of our jargon for interlibrary loan, which is where we send books back and forth between libraries. But a lot of customers look at me, library patrons, yeah. who are like, what? I try to, for the most part, when I'm behind the desk interacting with the public, trying to use as much as like regular language yeah, as possible. It's yeah. hard. Uh, by the way, ILL, I've been trying to get off the ground. Maybe you can help me with this test. Instead of calling it ILL, just call it ill. 
<laughs> ill, like team ill, ill this, ill that. It did not work over at my branch. Um, anyway, I'm reading the first book of the DC Icon series. It's called Wonder Woman Warbringer. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. It takes place when she's a young teenager on the island of Themyscira. And I'm not far into it, to be perfectly honest. I've been reading it. Well, it I enjoy it. It came out. It came out, and yeah. And other stuff you need to read. I should be reading books for the beast, but I'm reading this one. Um, but I'm really digging it so far. The one thing I would like to mention, though is that they kind of do an interesting twist on like the Amazons okay. in it. So you know uh, so you enjoyed the Wonder Woman movie. I did. But you had questions about the Amazons themselves, I did. right? So in this book and who knows what's like canon or not. I think with comics <laughs> it's a little bit more fluid, but it's kind of interesting. So all the Amazons on the island of Themyscira are women that when they've died in battle have either called out the name or ah. like prayed or said something to like a goddess or something. So what happens is all the all the Amazonians are from different places on the earth. Ah. Like you have like a Celtic Amazonian and a this Amazonian, you know, and, and all different um, from different, well, the different races, obviously, but then also they're from different time periods too. That's cool. And then basically it brings them there and then they're immortal from that point forward, you know, which I thought was kind of a neat twist on the idea. I you love know? that idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that, and then also traditionally Wonder Woman's the only like child mm -hmm. on the island, right? Yeah. Cause they're not having babies and because of the whole thing with Hippolyta and all that Wonder Woman's the only child, but she's a teenager in this book, but she does have some teenager friends cause it's some that have died in battle as oh. teenagers, like back in ancient times and stuff like that, you know? So it was really cool. So I thought I'll share that with you cause it was kind of neat getting like this even more in depth cause it's kind of in the movie kind of like, what are the Amazons again? Yeah. You know, or it's, it's why, really, why are they on the island? It's really yeah. just more like there are Amazons moving on. All yeah. right. <laughs> just accept that there are Amazons. Yeah. Yeah. I know like in the 1980s and I know I'm going to lose people, but 1986 <laughs> is like a magical year for DC because that's after they did their first like reboot. It's called DC Crisis on Infinite Earths. And anyway, in the George Perez Wonder Woman run, which is the book that Gal Gadot who plays Wonder Woman is holding in her hands in the, the, <laughs> in, the ALA in the ALA Reads poster, um, which is like my favorite run of all time. It's so good. Um, they describe there's this like, I guess like this cavern of souls that are all like reserved for like, I guess w not women that have died in battle, but like women that have died at the hands of men. Oh. Yeah. And like they use those souls to to create the Amazons kind of oh, thing. So it's the same cool. kind of idea. Kind of similar, yeah. yeah, which is, and that comic starts with like a caveman, like <laughs> crushing a cave woman's head. And like, it's no. like, it's like all these women, like, and it's almost like they really play up like the, and what happens is, uh, well, anyway, it doesn't matter, but it's a great, <laughs> five hours later, he's still talking about Wonder Woman. Um, anyway, uh, I haven't finished Wonder Woman Warbringer, so I can't really vouch for how great it is. But if you enjoy Wonder Woman, and you want to read a YA book about Wonder Woman, it's, chances are you'll like it's it. It's probably the only one. There aren't a lot of YA books about these superheroes. Oh, so, cool. cool. Do you have another thing you're loving? Or? Uh, nope, that's it. Okay. Do you have a tale? From? The? Library. <laughs> Tales from the library. <laughs> Tales from the library. Tales from the library. Read some books. Read some books. We also have online resources. <laughs> um.
Um, I'm getting hyped for Lexicon. Lexicon, Lexicon, Lexicon. I wish we had an official song, right? <laughs> Let's all get it on at our Lexicon. Local <laughs> library, y'all. It's free. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, for new listeners, thank you. Thank you. I went real country with that, right? <laughs> you gotta know your demographic in our, in our area. Uh, tell new listeners, what is Lexicon? Lexicon is a, a library program that we're putting on at uh, one of our local libraries, the Lexington Park Library, and it's a Comic-Con program. Mm-hmm. It's going to be celebrating fandoms and comics and podcasts, and uh, there's going to be trivia and mm-hmm. a big cosplay contest. It's going to be lots of fun. I'm getting hyped up for it. We had a cool meeting to yeah. plan it this week. Yeah, I met with my comic crew. Yeah, yeah. your comic crew. Um and I just want to let you know the community is also getting hyped for Lexicon. Whoa. So there's a, there's a, a handful of thrift shops close to what, my what, library. What? 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 You know, is that so yeah. popular? Thrift shop song. Still, I still all, love that's that. That's all I think of when I think of thrift shop. What? 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 Because that's how it's. Okay, sorry guys. Um, there's a handful of them, and. Um, uh, the uh, you may not know this inside inside baseball library inside library uh, librarians are get paid a whole lot. <laughs> we no, we are not. I, you don't have a Scrooge McDuck pool full of gold <laughs> coins, do you? Because um, I don't. Absolutely not. And so we shop at thrift shops a lot. Yep. And um, we've been shopping lately for possible cosplay ideas for librarians who want to dress up at Lexicon. And um, at one particular thrift shop, the lady who runs the thrift shop, uh, she caught on to this. And she started, this is really sweet, holding stuff aside for us that she thought would be good Which for a costume. Which shop is this? It's uh, vin- Vintage Values. Vintage Values. Oh, very In Mechanicsville. Cool. Very nice. Um, and uh, I found out about this because apparently she held something aside for me. And she told one of my coworkers, bring this. To the lady who wears the crazy clothes. <laughs> you really, so you've just become Miss Frizzle, right? Yeah. <laughs> this whole time. Children, get on the school bus. So, bad news. Apparently, the woman at the thrift shop thinks I'm crazy. Good news. She held aside this really cool skirt for me. I don't know if I'm going to be able to wear it with it. Like, I, I don't know if I can come up with a costume to wear it with, um, but uh, it is a really cool, and that was really nice of her. Very cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Are you, Are you? do you have a costume planned already? Because I was going to no. say, are you keeping a surprise for the day of Lexicon? No, I honestly don't have anything planned. Last year, I was really stoked about the female Ghostbusters yeah. movie, and I dressed as a Ghostbuster for Lexicon. This year, I was sort of planning a Twin Peaks costume. I was going to come as the log lady, but then I thought, like, no one's going to know. What Plus, you would have to carry that log around all day, right? <laughs> well, yeah, I would have to carry a log around. Um, that would kind of make sense, though. So, guys, we're going to have a table at Lexicon where we're going to be promoting Same Team Y'all, but we do another podcast I'll called same peaks y'all which is a twin peaks podcast so it would kind of make sense it, it might yeah so i'm i'm you know thinking about that or i might just like wear a dress and <laughs> just be done with it well because that's not end, really dress up yeah well at the end day too like we'll be there so we'll be there at the table promoting same team y'all but we'll also be there like working because we're librarians yeah. so it's one of those stuff things i think I guess mine, 
I'm probably going to go as Mario, so... Okay, not a surprise. Not a I was thinking, am I going to surprise it? But I do know, so if I'm spilling the beans, you know, my mom's been working on a costume. Oh, yeah? Is it a Mario-themed costume? No. No. I really wanted her to come as, like, Koopa. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I guess she's coming as Wonder Woman. No way! She's coming as Wonder Woman. Yeah, I know. If she can make it. So she'll be watching Freya, my daughter, on on that day. Um, But she's going to come by. she might stop by. Yeah, she won't be there the whole time, like, helping Amanda out. Uh, so Amanda and I will have uh, Mario and Luigi outfits. That's so. cool. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty good. It's They're functional because last year I was Wreck-It Ralph and that wig was... Is okay. Freya going to be Wonder Woman too? Freya, well, she has a costume already. Unless my mom's like somehow figured out a second baby Wonder <laughs> Woman costume. She has a Princess Peach costume that's supposed to go with I'll Mario to go and with Luigi. your Mario costume. But we thought it'd be hard to like work and run a program and take care of a baby. So that's yeah. why my mom's got Freya. So... That's- Smart of you. Yeah, There's we, only so much multitasking you yeah, can I do. Yeah, I think you mentioned at the beginning, but in case we hadn't, Lexicon's going to be on October 7th. That's right. Yeah, first Saturday in October. It's coming up real fast. Uh, mark your dates, Lexington Park Branch Library, and we'll be there, and other people. And our friends at uh, Rather Be Playing will be there, too, That's which right. is another podcast about, uh, about um, games. three guys that would rather be playing games, which I thought were dads. Did I tell you that they... You did think they, they were dads. They tweeted oh, at me. they tweeted at you. They, they tweeted at me. Not dads. Not dads. None which, of them are dads. None of them are dads, which, That's I mean... That's totally okay. Which is totally fine, We but, respect your choices not to be dads. Hey... I totally respect it. Three in the morning, I totally respect your choices not to be dead. But I will give you a pro tip that if you would rather be playing games now and life is hard, when you have kids, man, that this is the easy mode. Wait till you get to the hard difficulty if you choose to have kids. So next time you think about it, think about the words of your wise uh, friend, uh, Mr. Eric. So, um, Tale from the Library, that was yeah. great. Um, I've got one. So are you familiar with um, the toy, what is the word, not series, company, Melissa and Doug? Yes. Yeah, yeah, Melissa and Doug, if you're a parent or if you're not, they make a lot of really cool children's kind of like toys and activity boards. And we've got one at the library that is a series of locks. Like a, a, one is a key lock. You put a key in there and it opens up and you can see, you know, the inside of the back of the car. There's groceries and a soccer ball. Another one is a combination lock like you would have on a locker and stuff like that. Well, anyway... Uh, for some reason, people keep stealing our key. Like, they cut the key off or they take the oh. key, and then kids can't open the key to the yeah. lock, which just kind of stinks. Well, um, and one of the locks is also, like, a combination lock, like, almost, um, like, on a briefcase. Okay. Like, you roll it, and then that one got stuck recently. So, there's a poor little boy that came into the library, and he asked oh. the librarian, I happen to be walking why, if we had the key to the car trunk, which is what the thing was. She said, I don't have it. I'm sorry, someone... You know, took it or it right, fell right. off or something. And then the other one was jammed too. He goes, Well, can you get this one open? And she said, I'm sorry. Well, then I said, I will come to this child's rescue. He got <laughs> the two other locks open, but the two of them were stuck. So I took it to the back and I, uh, me and my friend Jeff, who is like our tech guy at my library, <laughs> we use a series of screwdrivers and we jammed this sucker up. I took it in the back so he didn't have to see me be all violent on this, on this <laughs> Melissa and Doug toy. Which, by the way, Melissa and Doug, if you're listening, you guys make very solid uh, toys, <laughs> very solid materials there. Because we were jamming open and we got the one door open. And I showed it to the kid. I go, what do you think's behind that door? And the door looked like a like a trunk. And he goes, uh, bird's nest. I go, okay. <laughs> and he opens up and he goes, oh, it's magic stuff. I said, it's magic stuff. Yeah. And I thought my job there was done. And he goes, but this other one, the one with the key lock, still won't open. I said, okay. So I go in the back. <laughs> And Tess, this thing is so hard to open. I turn to my friend Jeff, 
And I go, Jeff, this is priority one. We need to get this open for this kid. And you know what we resort to doing? Power drill. Whoa. We we like like a couple of safe crackers. Power and I took a video of this, so I'll probably tweet this out at same team, y'all. Um he's taking a power drill to this to, to this damn toy that is standing up to the test. And this lock is so good, we could not break it. We end up having to drill the wood around the lock to get it open. Yeah. But long story short, we were able to catch the kid before he left. He was able to open up that door and he was able to see what was inside of it. And he was like, oh, it's soccer balls. I was like, yeah, it's soccer balls. Yeah, we did it. And then I threw it away and then we're going to go buy another one. But I mean, tell from the library, uh, we... We fought hard to uh, open those doors for that kid. I love yeah, working yeah. at the library because you never know what your day is yeah, going to yeah, be like. Yeah. Well, I told Jeff. I said, Jeff, whatever's on your plate, take it off your plate. Because, guys, inside, <laughs> your plate. semi-inside baseball, I'm an assistant branch manager, which means, unfortunately, <laughs> for some, I'm a boss-type person. So I was like, whatever you're working on, take it off your plate. We're getting this open. Where's that power drill? And I love I, that. You pulled rank. I did. I did. Because Jeff is like, I'm actually working on, no, you're not. Stop it. We're doing this. And I think whatever he was working on, he wasn't really interested in anyway. And uh, we got this sucker open, you know? So That's great. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, do you have a... Yeah, guys, Freya Watch is a segment where I quickly discuss something I'm loving about my daughter. Uh, we made this segment because we realized if we didn't have a special segment for Freya, I would mention her every episode in the Things We Love <laughs> segment. Um, Freya had her first swim lesson yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, guys, Freya is eight months old. It went really well. We did it at our uh, local community college campus, and uh, it went pretty well. It's uh, you, you get your baby and you get in the water with all their other with the other parents and their babies and there's an instructor and uh, you practice getting in the water which is actually kind of cool because I hadn't thought of this like if you've got a kid whenever you go in the water you always want to have like a cue so Mm -hmm. that they go in with you so they don't just see water and jump in you know so we did like a three two one jump you know kind of thing and so we practiced that so that was really good for me to know and they told me a couple different holds like to hold your baby when you're in the water um, and we kind of swam around, we practiced kicking, we practiced splashing, and um, it was fun. We all did a ring around the rosy in the water, which was fun. <laughs> um, but it was, none of the babies cried. Freya's been real chill in the water, which yeah. is good. She's fine with it. Um, a little water baby. She's a little water baby. Yeah, it doesn't bother her at all, but it, it went really well. It was fun. So, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think Amanda took some videos, so I might tweet those out, too. I just realized if you follow us at Same Team, y'all, you will watch my daughter grow up, right? <laughs> I mean, literally. Like, it's going to be almost like I've realized I've turned our Same Team, y'all, Twitter feed into the Truman Show for my daughter. <laughs> so if you're into that, um, check that out. Yeah. Yeah, this has been Watch. Well, man, Miss Tess, we record this every fortnight. Um, have you learned any important life lessons in the past 14 days? I have. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did! That's great! Let's talk about it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, my beloved husband, Brett. Who's now my beloved husband. No, sure. <laughs> I'm just going to say it just because he's a great guy. Husband to the podcast. Yeah, husband to the cast. Um, he's been doing this new thing. 
um, that we've been calling intentional acts of kindness. So you got your random acts of kindness, which is like if you're, you know, walking and you see somebody's kind of struggling with a bag of groceries or something, you might open the door for them real quick. That's that's what you call a random act of kindness. Um, or, you know, helping uh, uh, someone across the street or whatever. And it, but Brett's been doing intentional acts of kindness. This is where he purposely plans to do something nice for someone. This is amazing. <laughs> okay. So um, he tries to do one every day. Um, and here's some examples of ones that he's done. Uh, there was, um, he works on a military base, Brett, and he was driving through the gate and there's always a guard at the gate who makes sure that you're allowed to be on a military base. And, uh, sometimes they make small talk with you while they're checking your credentials and stuff. And this gate guard said, oh, you know, anywhere that delivers food here, like anywhere on base that'll deliver food to me here at the gate. And Brett said, actually, I don't, I don't know any place. And the gate guard said, man, I'm really hungry. Um, oh, and you know he had to have been really hurt if he's just asking random people exactly. as he's checking IDs. That's like, <laughs> he's starving exactly. at that point. He was like, that's not where you start. Like, if you're like, oh, I'm a little hungry, let me start asking random people if they know where I can find food. He was like, he's like, yeah, I gotta find some place that'll deliver. He's like, I'm just, I'm just asking around to see if anyone oh. knows. He's like, someone's gotta know a place that'll deliver and then get a sandwich or something. And Brett was like, oh, okay, well, you have a nice day. And then he started driving and Brett remembered there's a food truck not too far from the gate. So he went and he bought this guy a sandwich. Oh. And then he drove back to the gate and gave him a Holy lunch. Which is smokes. so sweet, what, right? What was, do you know the food truck he got? I don't remember. Oh, okay. No, I would love to give him a shout out. Maybe next episode. Yeah, right? give, him a, give him a shout out because that's really cool. But um, man, Brett, what a nice guy. Another one that he did recently um, it was, uh, there was uh, my neighborhood is pretty well populated. Like, there's a lot of houses in my neighborhood. It's, like, almost like its own town. Yeah, it's like its own secret town. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's, like, in the woods. And (laughs) so it is kind of secretive. Wolves and fog (laughs) and mystery noises. We actually, we do have a lot of wildlife in our neighborhood. That's another story. But there was a woman who was driving through our neighborhood, and she she paused um, uh, to yell out her window to me and Brett, um, do you know where the clubhouse is? And there is a clubhouse in our neighborhood that's down by the pool. And so we said, oh, it's down by the pool. And so she was like, oh, great. I'll go drive down by the pool. And so she's driving away. And then Brett says, oh, did she mean the clubhouse restaurant? Because there's also a restaurant oh. in our neighborhood called the clubhouse. Oh. And he said, I bet she meant the restaurant. And so Brett gets in his car and drives after her. He drives towards the, the pool because he knows that's where he told her to go. And he finds her kind of like lost around the pool. And he said, actually, I think what you mean is the restaurant. And he said, let me escort you. And so he was like, just follow me instead of giving directions yeah. because that can get real confusing sure. sometimes. Follow but, the tree. Yeah. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when there's lots of trees in our neighborhood. <laughs> Which I, tree? I think all of almost all of the roads in our neighborhood are named after plants, too. So it just gets real confusing and so he was like just follow me and so he drove her to the club clubhouse restaurant and she was like this is what i was looking for thank you so much um another one he did is he volunteered to babysit my nephews um so he's been doing these intentional acts of you kindness said one a day he goes out of his he way tries, to try to make yeah it work. he tries wow. to do that how and long so has he been doing this he's been doing it for like a couple weeks now yes, i gotta tell you who 
I, so it's been a while since I've hung out with in, in, guys inside baseball. Um, I my I, husband I, is a barbarian. I've only met Brett a couple times, and don't get me wrong, like I love the guy, but from my few encounters with him, he did not strike me as an intentional kindness kind of guy. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah, he's um, well, he's really into like authenticity, yes. and so he doesn't want to be real showy about yeah. like I did something nice today. Yeah. But I will be showy offy and say that my husband's a really nice guy, and so but he's inspired me. Yeah. He's inspired me to also try to do intentional acts of kindness, and so I've been trying to go out of my way the past couple weeks to like write nice emails to people and um at at our at our library we do these little you make a difference awards and mm-hmm. so i've been trying to do like anytime someone does something that i really appreciate i'll make them this like you make a difference award um it was really funny yesterday i wrote three for our coworker brian <laughs> Just in one day, he was like, he's like, wow, Tess, thank you. And I said, I said, okay, normally I don't write th- can you imagine three in one so day. Guys, um, it's, I think if you get five, right, you, you get do. to take 30 minutes off for of work. Off of work. With like, pay. Yeah. Little- so can you imagine? He's probably like just banking these up, right? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Where'd Brian go? Well, he retired early. Like he does. <laughs> um, uh, so I want to encourage our our listeners to, yeah. to try this out because I found it actually makes me feel really good about myself and just about the world in general to do something nice for someone. Um, and... Uh, I was thinking one really easy thing you could do is maybe donate to a charity. Yeah. We're having a lot of natural disasters. It's happening, <laughs> and it, it is very scary. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I mean, we've got the uh, the Harvey down in Houston. We've got Irma supposed to hit Florida soon. There's been a big earthquake in yeah. Mexico. It's like the world is grumbling, and people need need help and so maybe a real easy one if you if you're thinking intentional acts of kindness i don't know what i'm gonna do maybe just donate like five dollars to a charity anything might help so i would yeah encourage listeners just try to maybe do something intentionally nice for someone maybe if you want to donate to some disaster relief that might be an easy one that's so great i'm glad you shared this because it's like like i said i love brett but i mean i still mystery to me also brett and i feel like are kind of like different people in in our own yes. ways which is fine everyone's yeah, a different you are person. very different people. but i mean when you tell me about this brett <laughs> i mean this is a brett well i've always wanted to hang out with brett more and poor brett is probably listening going <laughs> like oh my god oh my god why'd she say this but i mean that's so great good for him brett and also is going to become a, a producer for yeah, our podcast. Yeah, he is. He's so, um, I've been editing the cast, and we've mentioned before how time is kind of hard to figure out when you've got a baby and all that. And Brett, your husband, has offered to edit the cast for me. Yeah. Uh, this one and our other podcast, St. Peak Show, which is so amazing. So thank you very much, Brett. He's on the team now. Yeah, you're on the team, which <laughs> means... It's time for a positivity party. It's time party. for a positivity party. Okay, oh yeah, that music's playing. Yeah, oh my goodness, it's happening. Uh, I gotta tell you right now, I am so grateful that FaceTime exists because my dad and his partner live across the country and we're able to FaceTime with them so they can see Freya growing up. So oh, that's I really am so cool. happy. It took him several minutes to figure out the technology, but it was amazing. That's fun. Brett and his mom FaceTimed with me the other day so that I could approve decoration choices. They were they were buying decorations for my house. Uh, I took 
took Freya after a swim lesson to a farm with alpacas. Alpacas are adorable and their uh, wool makes excellent clothing. Oh wow, way to go alpacas. Yeah, thanks alpacas. Hey, you, you listening to this right now. Say something nice about yourself. I agree. I, I you agree. are so astute, my you friend. You have a lot of things you can say next time, too, though. You do. A lot of like, things. your observations are really excellent, and I appreciate you. Ooh, very good. Cool. <laughs> Guys, you have been listening to Same Team Y'all. Our email is sameteamyall at gmail.com. Please send us any thoughts or comments you have, and what's our Twitter handle? Tweet at Same Team Y'all. Rate and review us wherever you get your podcasts. We love you. We love you. See you in 14 days, guys. Bye. 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 That was good. That was good. We're like zipping.